Hey, this is Dave Pryor. Welcome back to the Leading Agile Booth here at Agile 2019. We're interviewing speakers and thought leaders and other folks who are here at the conference. And we don't get to leave the booth, so we don't get to go see the keynotes. But Lynn, I'm going to try to pronounce it with the accent, Kazali. That's right. Wow, That's right. look at me. I'm learning stuff already. Um, gave your keynote yesterday morning yes. about the book, which I am taking copious notes on. And it's all about your war on perfectionism. So can you talk a little bit about how the keynote went and what you were trying to help people understand yesterday? Yeah, certainly. Well, uh, a lot of people think that being a perfectionist is actually a good thing. You know, Um, one of the researchers on the topic, he called it our favorite flaw. Okay. That we're quite happy to to put it up as as a, a weakness, thinking it's got some positive sides to it, but... It really doesn't. It's okay. uh, behind so many, not just illnesses, you know, like asthma and migraines, and um, but also connected with things like anxiety, depression, and then the behaviours around overworking, yeah. and, you know, working back late, taking work home, uh, trying to make things better. So yeah. all of that is not making us feel real good either about ourselves or the work we're doing and it can make us really difficult to work with and collaborate with so uh, yeah can you can you talk about that like what what about it inhibits us from sharing or working with others yeah I think it's uh, this pursuit for more so if you've worked on something um, working on the podcast or writing a blog preparing a presentation we put in some effort and that gives us a great reward, but at right. some point we start to hit that law of diminishing returns where okay. our return on investment isn't coming, you know, yeah. our return on the effort. Uh, but often we don't realise that because we're deep, deep, deep in the project or deep in the piece yeah. of work. So we relentlessly keep going, trying to make this thing better. And we doubt ourselves and we doubt the quality or the validity of what we're working on. Okay. Uh, so what we need to do is sort of stop, pull our head up, have a look, check it, validate it. Yeah. But instead we keep going in the pursuit of, oh, it's not good enough yet. I've got to put more effort in. I've got to get more data. I've got to get more references. Okay. Yeah. But so one of the things I've always felt about it is, if, for example, my daughter's writing a paper for school. Sure. And, and I'd say... Um, you, know, you work on it, you try to make it perfect, and at some point you're like, whatever. Yes, yes. And that, and that to me is like, like when I think about perfection, like it drives me. Yes. But, there's, but there does have to be an awareness of when you're this is good it. enough. This is right. Yeah. And so the, it's actually the pursuit for or, for or of perfection because perfection doesn't exist. Right. Maybe we're thinking about excellence. Ah, okay. So quality. part of it could be reframing. Yeah. It. Okay. But the drive for perfect, it doesn't exist. And Stephen Hawking said this, you know, we wouldn't be here if not for imperfections. That's true. Um, so there's something to we be said. We wouldn't rock and roll with that. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the idea is to do what I call ish, which means go for good enough or near enough, certainly on your first iterations or yeah. your first passes at something. Um, but mostly it's about defining what that end standard is. And in Agile, we do this. We talk about the definition of done. Yeah. Right? And we try and maximise the work not done. Right. And uh, I just believe if we've got an Agile mindset, we don't put that on as a uniform from 8 to 5 or right. 9 to 5. If we've got an Agile mindset, we need it's to... It's part of our whole life. That's right. Okay. So let's define what's the definition of done of your daughter's paper. So that she knows what she's going for rather well, than yeah, and that's the, part the conjure of perfection. So this is the part that I'm really curious about. Mm. Um, 
if, if perfectionism is not the right word, mm. there's something that motivates and drives us to deliver higher quality stuff. Mm. And I don't know what to call that anymore. But, you know, you mentioned definition of done. I don't know if I can clarify definition of done for something personal other than when I just hit the wall and I realized, you know what? I don't care anymore. Like, I, yeah. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, how, how do you create definitions of done for yourself in, in things that are not work? So uh, four different ways or criteria. We can do a definition of done around time. Okay. And that's, that's the main one. People will say a piece of work is due next Tuesday. Yeah. So we, the definition of done is the deadline of time. But it has to be perfect by Tuesday. And this is what causes overwork. <laughs> yes. right? So definition of, uh, the definition of done simply being time okay. is, is full of all sorts of problems yeah. for perfectionism because I can work full on until then. Yeah. It's better, I think, to look for the definition of the quality. Okay. What's the definition of done regarding the quality of what we're going for? Okay. Because we may only have to work for half an hour, two hours, four hours, 12 hours, rather than 70 hours between now and then. So in the same way that we would tell managers, it's not about 100% utilization. No, it's about no. the stuff that you're able to get done. Okay. That's it. Uh, yeah. So then there's some other ways that we can uh, work towards ish or good enough. Okay. Um, but I really encourage people to find another definition apart from the deadline. Okay. Because it's that date yeah. that strives or drives us to keep trying to make it better within that time. And that this is where we see people putting in ridiculous efforts. Yeah. And they'd already passed the point of good enough. And now they're just making mistakes. Ago. Yeah. 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 Okay. So is this, I mean, once you kind of put this together for yourself, is mm. this something that you figured it out and it's done, like you're good? Or is it something you constantly have to retrain yourself to be like, this is my ish for this yes. and, and we're good? Yes. It, it. Most of us have a hint of perfectionism in yeah. us. Some of us have got a little bit I mean, more than others. it's deeply burned in. Yeah, it yeah. is. And it's a generational thing. Mm-hmm. So many of us have grown up with it. Uh, it's been one of the cultures of do your best. Yeah. Uh, or you know, your best isn't good enough. All those sorts of horrible mantras that have been going around in our in our minds. Um, and I think there's an opportunity for us to to look at a whole bunch of things in our lives. Right. Uh, for example, we don't all try and cook a Michelin five-star meal every night. We're quite happy to tolerate. We say, that'll do. Yeah. So many times during the day we say, that'll do. We made decisions this morning about what to put on uh, our clothes. We said, that'll do. Uh, in our grooming, in yeah. what we had for breakfast, uh, the car parking space we chose, we make lots of decisions during the day. Okay. And all I'm suggesting is, hey, we ish a lot, yeah. kind of automatically or accidentally, okay. unconsciously. Yeah. And I'm suggesting let's ish deliberately. Okay. And more often. So I can see there's a, there's a part of voice going on in the back of my head saying that if I do that I'm just letting myself off the hook I'm not really committing myself as hard I should be working harder um, how do you get that self-talk to turn off because that, that's a part of my brain I would yeah. love to shut off um, some of the research I presented yesterday on the there is no correlation between effort hard you know, extended efforts yeah. and um, high performance okay so we're putting all this effort in, in the mistaken belief that by putting more effort in, it's going to be a better result. Yeah. And it's just not true. 
So, so it's we retraining know. ourselves. It is. Okay. And, and I think on each situation, so we're sitting here now and, and at some point we're going, I'm going, yeah, that's a good enough answer. And you're going, yeah, that's a good enough question. Okay. We're not stopping and saying, right, everybody, pause, yeah. start again. <laughs> Check the definition of done on that one. <laughs> like in, yeah. in a film, cut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, take two, we're, we're going with what we're creating as we go yeah and this is one of the techniques of improvisation okay and we're great improvisers if only we would trust what was actually happening in our mind yeah so not not to overthink it and know that you we all are probably overworking on plenty of stuff that doesn't need that much effort it will be good enough earlier than you think all right and how has this changed your life since you made this change or, oh. or started to incorporate this. Yeah, I, I'm definitely uh, a reformed perfectionist. Okay. <laughs> and I think it's a, I'd say it's a practice, a life-changing practice of good enough. You, you don't just go, hey, that's great, I read the book and, and now that's what I believe. <laughs> I'm ish enough. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is a practice and yeah. you do have to kind of catch yourself um, people have been sending me messages over just in the last 24 hours. One guy said to me, hey, you helped me lose 30 pounds. And I said, what? How did that happen? He said, off my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I've lost 30 oh, pounds awesome, off my shoulders. He said, I'm, I've just, I'm not worrying about things anymore. That's great. That, that must make you feel really good. It does. It does. Yeah, uh, yeah I've certainly had many... Um, many messages. The book's only been out, um, you know, two months or so. Okay. And, yeah, the messages from people saying, I'm now tackling things I wasn't before because I was fearful. Okay. And that is one of the things around perfectionism. Two main types is that we can be avoiding failure. So we're working on working really hard to avoid failure. Right. Or the other one, which sounds good, which is seeking excellence. Okay. And that's why I'm putting all this effort in. I'm trying to make it better. And if you can un- identify, are you a, uh, avoiding failure or a seeking excellence type of perfectionist? Right. Uh, then you'll you'll be able to catch yourself out when and you're unlock the- more potential. Exactly. Cool. And more time. Oh my goodness. We just end up with so much more time. Yeah. Because we're not overworking and reworking things. Cool. This is great. So yeah. if people if people want to check out the book ish. Mm. What is the, where would you like them to buy it? Uh, they can go to my website, okay. lynnkazaley.com, but they can also go to, it's on Audible, so I've narrated okay. it myself. Oh, if you awesome. want to listen to the dulcet tones of an Australian former broadcaster <laughs> reading her own book, um, and it's also available on Kindle, and, and just get it where you normally get it. If, uh, you know, your local bookstore, they can easily get it in for okay. you. And your, and your URL, we should spell that out. Yes, indeed. So. It's Lynn, L-Y-N-N-E. And Kazali, C-A-Z-A-L-Y, lynnkazali.com. This is great. Thank you very much for coming by. My pleasure. Thank you. And it's a great book. Lots of notes in my book. That's so good if you're only 40 pages in and there's already that many many, uh, tags on it. Well, thank you for writing and thank Thank you for coming by. My pleasure.